The asteroid was enormous, kid. A potato-shaped rock the color of charcoal. And the mass driver attached to one end of it was the largest spacecraft I'd ever seen. Bigger than you can imagine. A massive spider-like machine that dwarfed our freighter like a yacht parked next to an ocean liner. We approached the fool's gold with great caution. Being careful to avoid the stern, lest we get nailed by a stream of debris being constantly ejected by the railgun. That was the only sign of activity. Although light gleamed from the portholes of the rotating command sphere, we could detect no motion within the windows. And the radio... GBSA Fields Gold. Well... GBSA Comet. Mexico Alpha Foxtrot 1657, do you copy? We're coming up on your port side. Do you read? Over. TBSA Fool's Gold. This is TBSA Comet. Please respond if you receive me. Over. Nothing. I've tried all channels. Look yonder. Over there, the hangar bay. The doors are open, but the gig and service pods are still in their cradles. Even the lifeboats are still in place. That's weird. Why would they depressurize the bay and open the doors if they didn't... Knock it off, you two. It doesn't matter why they did it. Just keep your eyes peeled for pirates. They could be lurking somewhere nearby. Hey, Brain, you got a fix on the mass driver's position and bearing. Affirmative, Mr. Ferland. Mr. Ferland, I didn't give orders for you to... What is it, Brain? X-ray 176, Yankee 2429... Skip the numbers, Brain. Just tell me if it's still on course for the Earth Lunar Rendezvous. Negative, Mr. Ferland. The fool's gold has altered its trajectory and is now, according to my calculations, on a collision course with Mars. <gasps> What's that up there, Araj? The younger Martian asked. The older man looked up. Up there, against the superbly blazing Milky Way, a tiny black spot was growing. Looks like a meteor coming this way. But it must be a big one. Look, Araj, it is a meteor, and there's a ship guiding it. The two stared for a moment at the incredible spectacle. That expanding black spot was clearly a giant meteor, rushing now at tremendous speed toward Mars. And close beside the booming meteor rushed a dark spaceship, playing rays upon the great mass. The ship was propelling the meteor toward Mars. That meteor's going to strike here. The great meteor was rushing straight down toward them, looming larger and larger. The younger of the two Martians tried to scream in alarm as the monstrous mass darted down. He could utter no sound. Paralysis gripped him. Then the giant meteor struck. How long? 2046 bar will collide with Mars in 236 hours, 12 minutes, and 24 seconds. That's, um, about 10 days from now. 9.83 standard Earth days from now, to be exact. Brain, display hollow projection of point of impact. Oh, God. Just north of Valles Marineris. Arcea Station. All the major settlements. There's a million and a half people living around there. 
It'll come down on them like the biggest nuke ever. It's sabotage. Somebody has sabotaged the mass driver so that it'll collide with Mars. Shut up, Captain. Oh, I knew it. Asteroid pirates have taken over the mass driver, and they're planning to destroy the Mars colonies because... Because they want to destroy the Mars colonies. We need to... While he's landing, we should figure out how to get on board this thing. Find a way to stop them okay. Before they can the hangar bay is out. We can't send our skiff in there while it's depressurized and the cradles are full. Look, there. An auxiliary dock in color. On the spar leading to the command sphere. I see it. It'll be tight, but I think I can squeeze us in there. That's cutting it close. If we can collapse the telemetry boom, no... We might be able to make it. We can do that, no problem. Except it means losing contact with Ceres. But if we don't hard dock, then someone's got to go EVA and try entering through a service airlock. And that'll probably be me. It's pretty iffy business since we're under acceleration. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Your call. We'll hard dock. I'll go aboard. Uh, hey, what are you two doing? I, I haven't issued any orders. Bo, have you been listening to what we've been saying? Have you heard a word either Roar or I have said? Uh, of course I've heard what... Then you know this is the only recourse. If we don't hard dock with the gold, then we won't have a chance of shutting down the railgun or averting its course. But the pirates are... Look, get it through your head. Roar. Bo, if there are pirates aboard the Fool's Gold, we'll find them. But Roar's right. First we send a squib to Ceres to let them know what's going on. I then... know that. Then we have to hard dock. I know with... that. I know that. But I... I just... I didn't give the orders, and I'm the captain. Begging your pardon, Captain. You're quite right. You haven't issued orders, and I apologize. Very well. First Officer Bose, prepare to dock with the fool's gold. Aye, sir. Mr. Furland, ready the main airlock. Ah. Uh, yeah. Aye, sir. Meanwhile, I'll send a message to Ceres and inform them of the situation before we lose contact. Good work, future men. You've done well. Thank you, Captain. Aye, sir. Thank you. They'll surely see us approaching... Otho warned as he waved his synthetic, rubbery-looking arms about. The magician of Mars will be taking no chances, Captain Future. We're going to use a stratagem to get onto that asteroid without him suspecting. Watch. Kurt touched a big red knob on the instrument panel. In response, clouds of shining ions burst from the rocket tubes of the ship. They enveloped the comet in a glowing, concealing cloud from which a long, shining tail swept backward. They made the ship utterly resemble a small, real comet. This camouflage will keep Quorn from suspecting we're near. Simon, you take the controls and drive the ship close to the invisible asteroid. As you pass the asteroid, Greg and Otho and I will drop on it in our spacesuits. We'll become invisible ourselves as soon as we're within the crystal's aura. Preparing to open the airlock. Affirmative. All indicators are go. Proceed, Mr. Furland. Watch out for pirates. 
Okay. I'm in the access corridor outside the airlock. See anyone? Not a soul. The main power is down. The emergency lights are on. The air pressure's normal, though. It's safe for you to take off that helmet. Right, I could, but then I'd have to carry it. Okay. I'm gonna head over to the carousel and cycle through into the living quarters. through the carousel. Still no one. Oh, God. Roar, what is it? I... I just found a body. Uh oh Is it dead? Of course it's dead, you nitwit. He's naked, hanging upside down from a bungee cord inside a ceiling manhole. Looks like someone cut his throat. Oh, no. Oh, my... There's a lot of blood on the deck below him. Now on his shoulders. So it looks like he was killed after he was hung up. Who would have done something like that? I don't know. Uh, space pirates! I'm gonna push past him and check out the galley up ahead. Roar, be careful. You're telling me. I wish I had one of them super ray guns, Andy, eh, Captain Future? Just in case. I'm... Uh-oh. What's going on? What did you find? Another body. A woman. She's hanging from a bedsheet. A suicide? That's what it looks like. But then someone got to her, or at least I hope it happened in that order. She's missing an arm. Cut off with a blowtorch. I'm gonna make my way through the galley here toward the bridge. It's a slaughterhouse in here. Four, five, oh, six more bodies, ballpoint pens, screwdrivers, syringes, blow torches. I don't believe this. It looks like they've all killed each other. I'm glad I kept my helmet on. It must reek like hell in here. There's blood spattered across all the bulkheads and floors. How many is that? That's eight I've seen. Eight of the twelve crew members. Um, check that. I've got another three here. What? What is it? You don't want to know. They died hard. I'm approaching the bridge. Hang on. I think I hear something. Up ahead from the bridge. The hatch is locked. You hear that, Jerry? It sounds like pounding. I think there's someone alive in there. I'm gonna try to burn it open with my laser. Anyone there? Sounds like it's coming from the emergency airlock. I'm going over to... Jerry? What? There are two words here. Painted on the bulkhead. 
Looks like they've been written in blood. It says plague. But the rest of it smeared. Looks like T uh Oh God. The Titan Plague. Oh God. Brain. Report. The Titan Plague was first contracted by members of the Herschel Explorer Expedition of 2069. Brain, skip the details. What are the symptoms? How contagious is it? The Titan Plague is an airborne virus that thrives in an oxygen-nitrogen environment. It is extremely contagious, though your EVA suit should protect you, Mr. Verland. The Titan Plague symptoms resemble those of the once common cold. Sniffling, coughing, sneezing but then quickly turn into homicidal dementia. There is no cure. All cases result in death. I'm gonna check that airlock now. I think someone's in there. Hello? Can you answer me? Hello? Are you in there? wrong. Things seemed quiet enough since we cleaned up that mess out at Neptune. The little teardrop ship, the comet, blasted on at top speed toward Earth and its summoning signal. Captain Future thought somberly of the many times he had answered that call. Each time, he and his future men had found themselves called on to battle deadly perils. Was it to be the same this time? We can't always win. We've been lucky, but the law of averages eventually has to turn against us. Did you shut the airlock? What? Huh? Uh, airlock? What? What? Air which airlock? The comet's airlock. Did you shut it behind you, or did you leave it open? The airlock. Oh, I, I think so. I, I don't... I think so. You moron, did you or didn't you? Fern! Oh, my God. What happened to these to these people? <laughs> Who's that? He's getting up. Uh, hey, don't point. <clears throat> Get out of my way. Who? Who's in the airlock? The poor bastard who used to be the commanding officer. 
He's got the plague. We've got to help him. There's nothing we can do for him now. We can't keep him sealed up in there. Only one thing we can do. Hey, what are you doing? Get away from that airlock. I'm sorry, sir. May God have mercy on us both. Mr. Furland, you just murdered that man. Roar, Bo did shut the comet's airlock on the way out. The ship hasn't been contaminated. Good deal, kiddo. Keep it shut until I get back. Did you hear me, Mr. Furland? You just killed that man. I saw you do it. Don't remind me. Now get out of my way. I'm going to see if I can change the ship's course. Okay, Jerry. I'm at the helm. I'm looking at the screens. Someone has reset the controls so the mass driver is pushing the asteroid straight toward Mars. Probably the captain when he went nuts. Can you change them? Alter the trajectory? I'm going to try. I'm, I'm placing you under arrest. Under my jurisdiction, as an agent of the planet police, I... There's no such thing, McKinnon. No planet police, no asteroid pirates. Just a ship whose air ducts are crawling with a plague. You're dead. Uh, I'm Captain Future. Jerry, I can't access the central navigation system. I need a password. I'm completely locked out. And what are you talking about? Not letting anyone aboard the comet until you've given the word? I'm the boss of this ship, not you. And I'm staying in charge until... until... Okay. If I can't access the nav system, maybe I can scuttle the ship. I'm going to try shutting down the reactor's primary coolant loop. If I time it right, maybe we can make a getaway before it overloads. With luck, maybe the explosion will knock the asteroid off course and... Joan! He's working for Ulquorn, the magician of Mars! I don't have time for that. Traitor! You traitor! Shut up! Damn it! The engineering subsystem won't let me in either. You will not succeed in your evil plans! Roar! I'm thinking... The planet police will not rest until they've apprehended you. Roar, we're running out of time. I think I got an idea. Oh! Roar, what are you doing? Oh! Oh! Mr. Furland, return to the ship. First Officer Lee Bowes, once he's aboard, I want you to cast off and get the comet as far away as possible. No, Captain. You can't do this. It's suicide. Captain, please. I beg you, let me stay. Your place is on the comet. No, my place is here. Captain Future, you can't. <laughs> if we get you back to Earth, maybe the doctors can still save you. There's no hope for me now, First Officer. This is the only way we can save the Martian colonies. But, Captain... That is in order, future men. Now go. Leave me. You're the bravest man I've ever known, Captain. And that's basically it. In the end, McKinnon shut off his comlink so that he could meet his end with dignity and grace. Once the comet was safely out of range, he managed to instruct the mass driver's main computer to overload the engine reactors 
Then, while he sat alone in the abandoned bridge, waiting for the final countdown, there was just enough time for him to transmit one last message of courage. People of the solar system, this is Captain Future. Anyway, the thermonuclear blast not only obliterated the fool's gold, but it also sufficiently altered the trajectory of 2046 Bar. The asteroid came within 5,000 kilometers of Mars. Its close passage was recorded by the observatory on Phobos, and the settlements in the central meridian reported the largest ever meteor shower in the history of the colonies. And that's how Bo McKinnon became known as Captain Future, one of the greatest heroes in the history of humankind. And that's how he died, too. Um, yeah, I see. You still want me to sign that autograph for you? Well, yeah, okay. But Mr. Furlan... It's Roar, kid, remember? Here you go. Roar, then. I have a question. Jerry, over here. Hey, excuse me, kid. You understand. Um, sure. Thanks. Hey, you. Where have you been? I've been waiting. Oh, did you miss me? Perhaps. Some of us were working late. I think we've seen the last of the freeloading cockroaches aboard the TBSA Comet. Excellent. Did the brain help out? Yeah, right. Actually, I had the brain reprogrammed. I know how much you loved him, so I changed his sex. And I gave her the voice of a 1930s musical film star. You're kidding. Nope. She sings all the readouts now. Of course I'm kidding. <laughs> so, you still shipping out tomorrow, Captain? Aye, First Officer. You want to get out of here, then? I haven't even ordered a drink yet. But there's still a tattoo or three I haven't seen. There'll be time enough. So, what were you talking to that kid about when I came in? Oh, just telling him the story of the death of Captain Future. Oh. It never gets old. The story or the truth? Oh, come on, they're close enough. Besides, you know it wouldn't do to tell the whole truth nothing but, would it? Who's it going to help to know that I co-cocked the captain? Or that we left him there? Or that we shot four nuclear missiles up his... Yeah, I know. Hey, we've been over this. It was the only way, Jerry. McKinnon didn't have a chance. And you know I wasn't ever going to be able to break that password. Not in the time we had. I know, I know. I just... I hate that it's a sham. I hate that people aren't going to remember the real bow. It's what he'd have wanted. It doesn't make it right. It's better that people have someone to believe in. Bo's gone. Yeah. And Captain Future is dead. Long live Captain Future. <laughs>